right, on this episode of In The Loop, we are in a place that's very near and dear to Abigail's heart. Where are we? We are on the lawn at the University of Virginia. The lawn? Everybody has a lawn. What's so special about this lawn? This is the lawn, capital T, capital L. Um, I think a lot of colleges have like a quad, which is this idea of a central square or rectangular rectangle of grass where people are supposed to gather. But UVA is really old, founded in like 1819 by Thomas Jefferson, and this was his whole concept, and there's a lot of symbolism in the lawn. And if I knew my UVA history or if my friend Steve Ander, who's a U-guide, was here, he could explain this better. But on f- the lawn has the rotunda on one end, which is like a little pantheon. It has the dome top. And on the other end is Cabell Hall, where some classes are. And when you start at UVA, they have like an inaugural speech for you, and you face the rotunda. And when you leave UVA graduation, what's it called? The um, commencement speech, you face Cabell Hall. And then along the lawn are pavilions, which are these little two-story buildings. We'll have pictures so people can follow along. These little two-story buildings are for professors to live in and um, uh, groups like the Debate Society has a pavilion where they meet. And then between the pavilions are little one-bedroom rooms with working fireplaces and sinks, but no bathrooms. And fourth years get to live there and it's like very prestigious it's a big honor if you're selected to live on the lawn um and this was all created by who tj thomas jefferson gotcha well i don't know anything about uva actually i don't know if cabell hall was here when he was here but at least the rest of it was okay okay well let's uh let's like flex our thomas jefferson um knowledge here so i'm pretty sure he was what the first president yes and the most important the most important in the first one. And he had a wife, but then he also married a slave, right? Yes, and then he freed them. That's right. Um, and I think he's famously known for his inaugural address, which I think he said the lines, ask not what you can do for your country, but what your country can do for you. Yes, and then there was a great storm at his inaugural speech, and he tied a kite to a key, and he discovered electricity right then and there on the steps of the White House. Wow, that's amazing. And if I remember correctly, too, he was known for um, uh, going on, like, African safaris, and um, uh, he came up with, and he killed lots of, like, lions and tigers and had them stuffed, and he was famous for walking softly but carrying a big stick. Yes, he was a great gamesman. Yeah. Um, But of all of these wonderful things that St. TJ um, established and created and really led in the most important thing he ever did was create the university of virginia and on his tombstone he said i only want three things creator of the university of virginia founder uh author of the declaration of independence and he built the first library in america baby i think that's a real fact we're trying to do fake facts i don't know some of what we said might have been real (laughs) most of what we just said was fake so I asked my U-Guide friend, Steve Ander, to text us some actual facts about the lawn. So while we're standing here, we can appreciate a little bit of history. He said his favorite facts to share with people when he was giving tours was 
in in uh, or on October twenty seventh, eighteen ninety five, a professor accidentally lit the rotunda on fire with dynamite. Steve also said that room 21 was the last thing built on the lawn because it needed to have double wide lanes for ox carts. And the last thing Steve said was one of his favorite facts was in 2003 during Hurricane Isabel, streakers were constantly streaming in the lawn, streaking the lawn. No big surprise is a thing. Um, and he said that there were police there just to ensure safety, but not to make arrests. Okay. Well, it's interesting that it's a beautiful day here right now, and there are no streakers yet. The streakers decided to streak during a hurricane when it's actually potentially deathly uh, hazardous. Streakers tend to come out at night. I don't think there are that many in broad daylight. Also, we're in Charlottesville, and um, about a year ago, almost exactly, you had this idea of making money to create a coffee shop where uh, all the furniture is used furniture and it's for sale. It was all refurb. Yeah, I was, I don't know if I went so far into detail, but I was thinking this little side street off of the corner. Mm -hmm. The corner is the like bar and restaurant area for students here right off of the university. There's a little side street called Ellywood that always has a ton of turnover with businesses, but one thing it was lacking was competition for Starbucks. There's only a Starbucks on the corner which is insane because there's 18,000 college kids here and Starbucks charges for internet. So I wanted a coffee house with free internet where you sat on the furniture that was also for sale and then like upstairs and in a warehouse we had used furniture that we would like buy and sell with students. Well, let's take a little bit of visit to this idea you had a year ago. And you have this great idea that's actually, I think, is a home run. And it's like every college town should do this. Absolutely. Um, there's already a secondhand furniture store in Charlottesville called Circa. It's not high-end exactly, but it's for real people. Whereas my, you know, real people with homes, so furnishings beyond the bare essentials, maybe glassware and just decorative things. My idea was for a secondhand furniture store that really targeted college students because, uh, are you familiar with secondhand bookstores at colleges? Oh, yes. Okay, so <laughs> at colleges, you buy the book, you spend way too much money on it, you're done with it in a semester, and what are you going to do? So you sell it back, and the secondhand bookstores buy it for pennies on the dollar, and then they resell it at a much higher rate. They make bank. And they can probably sell the same book and buy it back and sell it again and buy it back a few times before it's no longer relevant. So my idea was for a furniture store where you sell them dressers, desks, the bare essentials, couches, and you buy it back. Maybe you have to slap a fresh coat of paint on it uh, or reupholster, but same idea. You sell it and then you buy it back for pennies on the dollar when the school year's out and nobody wants their furniture anymore. And then three months later, you, uh, you sell it back to them in September. So basically, like if any college town after the school year's ended, you basically drive down the street and there's like, there's like, there's just like furniture on the street because, you know, college students are leaving town and they just need to unload their, their crap. And so basically you would scoop it up 
you would touch it up, make it look pretty, and you would sell it back to them for a profit. Exactly. Well, not back, not back to them, but the next coming class for a profit. Yeah, or they would sell it to you because they realized that throwing it in their one friend who has a truck and driving it to your store and making 10 bucks on their desk or their dresser still makes them 10 more dollars than if they just left it on the sidewalk. My other idea with the secondhand furniture store was that you also had a coffee shop and the furniture in the coffee shop was also for sale. You would need a lot of storage space because this would be sort of a cyclical thing. Um, and what makes you think that college students are into coffee shops? I mean, where do you get this idea? <laughs> novel, I know, but I feel like there's an opening in the market for selling coffee, which would keep people awake who potentially need to do work. Maybe you also supply them with free Wi-Fi. Whoa, 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 easy. <laughs> wow. That is crazy. How did you sound? How did you think? I thought it was a great idea. And it turns out somebody heard that podcast and put a coffee shop in on <laughs> Ellywood Avenue. We just saw it. It's called Paramore. I don't know. It's Para something. And I don't think the furniture's for sale, but it's totally secondhand. They, uh, they definitely heard the podcast on the Tumblr. I mean, I don't know how else they came up with that idea. Yeah. Well, you got to come up with a new idea and or do it better. Yeah. We'll see if they succeed. Unfortunately, with Ellywood, it's right by 18,000 college kids. But for some reason, maybe because it's kind of a dead end street, they just have a ton of turnover. Like some businesses have been there for decades, but a lot of them don't last. So we'll see if how that coffee shop does. All right. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to chase my beagle around the lawn, just like Thomas Jefferson used to do when... Uh, <laughs> That isn't a historical fact. TJ used to chase beagles around the lawn. All right, Humphrey, I'm coming for you.